dad? It's cool. He's fucking him. Oh. And you know the old saying, don't be mad when I fuck your dad. Well, I didn't want that to be the start of this, but welcome to the School for Wildwood Nerds. I was just going to point out it's the same man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> no, I mean, in general, like anyone's dad who's going to talk shit. Talk, talk shit, get, get kissed. kissed. <laughs> talk shit, get dad boofed. The only podcast to come from the other timeline. The only difference is taxis are driven by trained bears. My name is Terry DePaul and I'm joined by our producer, Kyle. Ah! And I'm joined by Megan Chikatilo. Hello. <laughs> Melon. <laughs> said hello. With an M. Hello. Hello. Uh, also, hello. Mr. White Collar here. And I'm joined by the core refreshing taste of Bepis. Yeah. Bepis City. Now, it's, it's been a hot minute now since, but I sat down and watched almost all of DC Fandom this year. I missed all the television stuff. Um, And there was some cool stuff on there. Um, Kai, what, was, what were you most just excited about going into it? Um, the Batman Knights. The, the Gotham Knights one? The Gotham Knights. Yeah. I don't really we, think today that there's going to be people in the street, and it's going to feel so weird. There's going to be civilians, and we're going to see them out of costume, like, talking in the Belfry, like, trying to solve shit together. And there's going to be a Belfry! Yeah, the Belfry. That's exciting. Uh, every and time I hear that world, there. I just think about in um, Spyro, when the weird little wind people give you an egg. Oh, yeah. fell out of the Belfry. I don't know what it is. I know what it is in Batman talk. I don't know what it is in real life. Um. So yeah, I, I'm, I put this in a life free period. I hope it becomes a the live part event of one the day. bell tower or steeple in which bells are housed. Yeah, bell house, bell shed. Bell it's actually house. a bell fry, by the way. In the middle of Ooh. the place, bell bell. Um. <laughs> There's bells in this house. There's some bells in this house. That is inappropriate. I ask about DC Fandom because though it might not have been my favorite moment, um, I did something very strange during the Matt Reeves interview. Fuck, he can talk some shit. That guy, yeah. holy dooly! I heard it from the other room. I squealed like a tween at a Bieber concert in 2010. <laughs> Yep. I've pretty much given up on Batman movies. movies. None have captured that comic book style or the crime-solving detective stuff in so long that I just didn't care about Matt Reeves' upcoming Batman movie. Um, I figured it would be all dark and gritty, you know. The director will, you know, thumb through The Dark Knight Returns, if anything. And that'll be all the comic book. Yep. But to my surprise, during his interview, before the trailer reveal, um, a guy named Cliff from Australia asked, um, what is one deep cut comic fans might be surprised to see has inspired the Batman? And then to my absolute shock, Matt Reeves drops Darwin Cook's ego. Yeah. Um, this beautiful short story about the duality of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, you know, his rules and his lines and his code. His value. Yeah. Um, the level, like the levels of light and darkness in the character. Um, it's one of my favorite and it, honestly, it's a quiet story. Which I think is why not a lot of people really know this one. So it is time for us to dig into it. I'm looking at the book in front of you, and I read it. I don't know how the fuck they fit it in such... Like, that's a bad choice of words. I feel like it was ten pages long. It is. 
This is it's, we'll this is um in here. and this other is the tales. Deluxe oh. edition, fancy. But it's tales like a tale, not tales like a story. Well, so that's that makes me stupid. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, so the story is a one man band. Um, the lettering was done by a guy named Jonathan Babcock. Um, and he did the the kick ass move of narration. I like in Batman books where like all the narration's done like a jur- like a journal entry. It's all like weirdly handwritten on like a notepad. Um, but everything else, the writing, the art, is all done by Darwin Cook, who tragically died in 2016. Uh, this was an incredible... He was an incredible storyteller and artist. Um, he has this old school way of doing things. It all tastes like perfect versions of the golden age. Um, the 40s era looking stuff. Like, he did great stuff on The Spirit and The Rocketeer. And his magnum opus was Golden Age of Fuck. He did um, DC's New Frontier. So you said golden age of fuck. It was golden age as fuck. Mm. <laughs> this was an incredible storyteller and artist. He had this old school way of doing things. It it all tastes like perfect versions of the golden age. It's like what you think it's going to be with nostalgia, and then you go back and look at it, and you're like, oh, this isn't really good. Um, he did great stuff on the spirit and the rocketeer, and his magnum opus was um very golden age. It was a uh, DC's new frontier. I think you remember that one, do you? Um, they did an animated ser- movie about it and stuff. Yeah. Um, he also played a big part in the best Catwoman run. Um, and he did my favourite issue of Jonah Hex. He's done a lot of things. He's very, very good. He's versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as a small fellow, he watched the Adam West Batman. Funnily enough, I was talking to Kai about how that show might be goofy, but it inspired like so much amazing shit after the fact. Because everyone who did good stuff later on watched that as a kid. Um, yeah, and he was inspired to draw after reading a reprint of Spectacular Spider-Man issue 2. Spider-Man. Um, he then decided to write these noir-style things a week later after reading Detective Comics issue 439. Um, he drifted in and then back out of comics at a certain point. Um, it was a cheap racket at the time. Um, and a bit later on, he saw an ad for a guy who needed, um, storyboard artists. That guy was Bruce Timm, and the show was Batman the Animated Series. That's a good one. Uh Uh-huh. Um, a fun origin for this podcast topic is the storyboard portfolio he submitted to Bruce Timm. It would later be, um, released with the title Ego. Eagle. Ironically, this Golden Age shot, um, style guy would create the intro to Batman Beyond later. Single-handedly. Yeah, and he made all that opening animation. Which seems chaotic and bizarre until you watch season one. Uh, Batman Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Be impressed by my knowledge of Batman. No. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, I like that his resume is one of, like, the better Batman stories ever. And that was just him trying to get a gig. Um, yeah, it's his little teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so the book opens up with Batman waiting atop a, like, now-leaving-Gotham sign. And he narrates in that journal entry style. He says, it's times like this, in the cold and in the dark, that I feel like I'm losing my way. And you get these panels that round up the night so far. Um, it's the Joker, obviously. 
27 dead at a charity ball um, and $400,000 in stolen charity money. But the Dark Knight feels used to the death and the pain now. Like he's not necessarily numb, but he's used to it. Um, and the fact that he can see this is just another night is like worrying him. I, I, it feels kind of like... I don't know. It feels like a pre... Like a prequel to the Dark Knight Returns version of yeah, Batman. Cause... Like he's getting desensitized to all this shit, but he's still aware enough of it. But And that's the point where, like, when you sit there and things are becoming so monotonous that you can't pinpoint a particular night out of your career, that's, like, the scariest moment. Yeah, and it does feel like it's going to become the quote-unquote goddamn Batman. You know that... You know that fucking... Yeah, that's funny. So Batman has taken two knife wounds, but the night's nearly over. Um, there's only one loose end in the case. A henchman... I love um, Darwin Cook's, like, old, old school, like, noir crappy names that thugs have. Oh. So the last henchman is named Buster Snibs. Yeah. Ooh. Right? <laughs> <sighs> Be snizzle. Be snizzle. Be snibble in the house. Be snizzle. That would be his, that would, that would be his TikTok We're account, We're going to do some drizzle oh. with that nizzle. Great. And this is why we don't have a successful rap career. Oh, that's the reason. Um, so there's this we don't big, have a proper go, that's all. No. There's this big like semi-splash page landscape at the end of Gotham City here. And you can see how much of Darwin Cook's Gotham gets into the animated series. Like, it's got all the old cars. They're identical to the Batman animated series. Yeah. So you got the fucking blimps and the huge, weird, bent, like, curved architecture and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's all very animated series looking. Mm. Right off the bat. Um, tr- tr- uh, tr- trim me searching down. But, yeah, look at that shit. Aside from yeah. the sky being purple instead of red, it is, like, the most animated series image ever. Mm. You know, short of being actually Bruce Tim himself. Yeah, he definitely has like a defined style. Hmm. Yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah. So it shows a flashback to the previous night. Batman had threatened Buster already. He had told Batman of the gang's location. Buster had also took all the money and ran after being like, "Oh, Batman's hold on my trail." Um, unfortunately for him, his car has a little bat tracking device attached to it. Hence Batman waiting at the city limits on this big old bridge. Um, as he starts to bleed through his bandages, this Batman sees how little difference he's made in the three years as Batman. He's like, well, I don't... It's not peaceful here. You know, this guy bleeds and this guy can doubt himself. It's a type of Batman I like. Again, it's not the I'm the goddamn Batman yet. That's, that's mm. not a good Batman. Which, which I'm doing a post for every time, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That big Quasimodo-looking fuck, Frank Miller, god damn it. He's not a good Batman. He is not invincible Batman. He he's, is just man-bat. He, yeah, he's, he's not a perfect man. He's just a, he's yeah. a dude. And yeah. he can get hurt and he can be like... Uh. Yeah, the but determination to push through is more inspiring than yeah. most versions of Batman. He's like, yeah, it's shit, but like I'm doing the right thing. Whereas a lot of the times he's like, I'm perfect and I already know what happened. Yeah, yeah that, that's not exciting to read. Any, if you want a perfect man, just read Superman. Fuck off. It's probably like mm. any Batman issue in the last like twelve years is yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah. Um. But 
now the Buster Snibs is getting close, so now it's time to um stop getting all existential about what you're doing and get back into the game. Can we call him Snibby? Snibby. Be Snibby. But don't be Snibby, people. Don't be Snibby. Don't be Snibby. Don't be Snibby. <laughs> I like Batman talking it up a little bit, like he's getting himself pumped up for it. You know, like the quote's like, I'm tired of men like Buster. Morally bankrupt and unimaginative. Empty, meaningless men feeding off my city and contributing nothing. Which feels a bit like a callback to the you've eaten well scene from year one. Cool. Yeah. Um, the, this tough talk that he's doing to get himself, like, into it falls away as the plan falls to bits immediately. Like, Buster's car just stops halfway along the bridge. Oh. And he gets out of his car with this really well-drawn expression of, like, exasperated fuck it all. You know, he's got, oh. like, that, uh, whatever. Well, so, I'm gonna look again. Hey, how's get bumped sound? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, it's just, like, a defeated man. Kind of looks a bit like Alfred. Yeah, he like, he's sad That's Alfred. a twist. It's Alfred. It's Alfred. Yeah, um, so he climbs up onto one of the bridge's big parapets, like the towery parts. Um, Batman's like, oh, right, the money must be hidden up there. Um... I guess a dude with this much determination doesn't think about what's actually going down. And what's going down, of course, is Buster. Or be snibby. <laughs> don't be snibby. Huh? Don't go down. Yep, he steps over the ledge. <laughs> don't go down because you're a king or whatever that fat guy said. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fat guy Just said. you crown back up, king. <laughs> Suffering from success. Um, yep, so Buster steps over the ledge and Batman gets straight into... You know, his adrenaline fueled action. He gets a rope around Buster and ends up taking the weight in his stabbed shoulder. I mean, it's, it's great, but... You know, it's not great, but it's great. Um, but you see Batman, like, tear at his injuries and smash across the bridge to the other side. And there's... Like, if there is no sacrifice to a Batman, what's the point of reading it? You know what I mean? Mm. Again, if he was perfect, it wouldn't be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he also has, like... A little bit of snarky attitude to him as well. Like, um, when Buster's like, no, you saved me and all that sort of stuff. He's like, fuck off, get out of here, Batman. Um, the little, like, narration's like, Buster's gratitude warms my heart. <laughs> right. it's, it's been a long night. Yeah. So, so Buster's pulled up to the top where Batman waits for him, exhausted from pulling this guy on his bad shoulder. And, he, and Beast Snibby pulls a gun and Batman tackles him. He's like, last night you threatened to throw me off a building and now you won't let me do it myself. And Batman's like, would you fucking relax, man? Joker's being caught, dude. It's over. Why are you, why are you tripping? <laughs> you know, that's sort of... Yep. Um, and Buster says something that we've seen Batman deal with a lot. It's, you know, it's the so fucking what argument. Joker is always caught and he always escapes. Like, it doesn't matter. Joker also knows who ratted him out. Be <laughs> Because that happens so funny, I just want one time for them to be like, you know, Joker's just going to be back on the streets and Batman just goes, no, uh, no, you, <laughs> no, you are. You're the garbage man. Yeah, so Buster was warned by another goon that Joker found out who got interrogated into revealing. It's not like he ratted him out on purpose, like he was getting his ass beat by Batman. So... And, yeah, and Joker says he'll be paying him and his family a visit very soon. Wow. Like, and he didn't, yeah, he didn't rat out on the gang on purpose. He was just the one unlucky guy in this game of heroes and villains. And Buster knew he could never protect his family from that. So he put them down as quickly and painlessly as he could. 
Which I mean is both nice, but not so nice. It's a good. I mean, the Joker's coming for them is probably a good reason to commit not alive anymore. Yes. Yep. Because you so, know the Joker is like, if you ratted him out to the Batman, you knew that it wasn't going to be like but, a nice quick joke. Yeah, it's not we've, something. We've seen in a comic what happens if you betray the Joker. All he does is fuck your wife in a car. Yeah, but that was a bad representation. What about when you cut him off on the highway and he stalks you for like seven years and threatens your family and follows you despite going into witness protection? Yeah, but if it's seven years, you, then it's no drama. And then like glues you to a door. Should be real. Joker's favorite is a good episode. Alright, so so Batman's in shock from like the oh shit, I've literally resulted in this family being dead. Um and that freezes him long enough for Buster to turn the gun on himself. Yay. Yep. The panel says bang as blood flicks up on a Batman's like ugh face. Oh. So I mean Batman should have probably I mean He was taken a little bit by surprise and then the dude immediately blew his head off. Yeah. Um, so mind racing, Batman drives back to the cave, like, it's a cool, I don't know what the word is, like, stress or anger or something, but, um... The police probably want to know what happened in Batman just Yes, but he's driving faster and faster as flashes of memories and guilt surge through him. Um, we, we even get Hugo Strange here talking of his mental health, which I like. Um, his fame craving, yeah, he says he's a fame craving schizophrenic. Oh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay with me, Batman. Yep, and you got the mayor telling Gordon that Batman is clearly insane in front of Bruce. And we also see Buster Snibs. Uh, Once again, Bruce just goes, not are you. It's made subtle by the art style, but clearly, like, his post-gunshot in the image. And he's saying, I'll see you in hell, as he, like, burns there at the time. Um, and the next page is Bruce Wayne out of his suit and confessing to an image of his parents on the back computer. And I don't mean a little photo on in a frame on the desk. I mean, like, his... It's a, it's like an IMAX square. You know, and he sobs about a man named Buster Snibs who was a husband and a father. And having his parents up on the big... Up on the big screen is... You can see what a monumental pedestal he puts his parents on. As the sun rises outside, you see Bruce narrate. All right, great. <laughs> Take a sip every time this episode goes well. Yeah. All right. As the sun rises outside, you see Bruce narrate. And he's gotten used to the carnage, but he also has gotten used to the way of psyching himself back up. You know, like the cave and honoring his parents isn't giving him the boost it once did. He's a tired, wounded man at this point. You know what I mean? And he can't do this anymore. He doesn't like it. As he feels the relief of being done with it, um, it's for like less than half a minute. Oh. Which I like. Like That whole thing in The Dark Knight Rises where he's like, a woman died, I'm going to take eight years off, is the is not very Batman. Yeah, no. Whereas I like it's the opposite here. Whereas like, I'm not doing it. And like, like no in less time it takes it. to make two minute of noodles, he's like... Alright. I guess I'll just. I guess I'll do it. Yeah, and this is where you get the title card. It's called Ego, a psychotic slide into the heart of darkness. Yeah. Which is not on the cover, but it's an album by him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know if he's really snapped or he's just having a nightmare or has passed out from blood loss, but the, the screen fills up with bats. 
Um, bat tornado. Yep. Not... There's there's no... It, yeah, it fills up with the bat. Like, it's not... There's no human jaw under it. It's all, like, the cow and the cape and the fury. And it calls him Bruce. Bruce. So, so we're seeing, like, a total split here. You know, you got the, the bat and the man. Okay. You know, and he's like, you know who I am and you know why I'm here. And Batman, like... No. <laughs> the the bat creatures like flicking through all these photos of Thomas and Martha Wayne, and he's like, "Do you ever wonder what it would be like to grow up with them? Too bad they're dead. <laughs> just like Snib's wife what and child, dick. and all these." <laughs> I do like that the photos just skeletons. Yeah, he he creepypasted the fucking photograph. You know, all these people are dead. They're to be forgotten, and like Batman's like, "Ugh!" and he turns the computer off. And um, he's like, well, that was fucked up. Aww. You know, he calls him a weakling. That's, yeah. that's a bit rough. Yeah, Batman don't Jesus. like Bruce Wayne. He's like, maybe I'm being too introspective. Maybe I'm losing too much blood. i got to go to bed. I'm turning off this stupid TV. <laughs> I'm bleeding out. Maybe I'll have a nap. Yeah, i just got to sit down for a minute. <laughs> he turns around to leave, and there's the huge hulking silhouette of Cape and Cow. I like the terror on Bruce's face. Like, the back and forth is great, too. When he's like... My god, <laughs> the bat itself is like, perhaps, but lately you've been lacking in faith. I know, but like, he created this persona to be terrifying. Yeah, and it's it gives And him then the fact that he's and scared he... by it is like, that that was what you were aiming to do. Well, he's do having it sort of turn on himself now. Yeah. Um, he's, get, he's gotten what the wounds get. Yeah, Bruce is, Bruce is like, this can't be real, but the bat doesn't care. Like, reality isn't the issue. What matters is that he cannot be dismissed. You can't take him off and forget him like a costume. Hmm. Like, the, the bat is at the heart of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, and from there, it's a bit like Christmas Carol. You know, like, the spirit guides Bruce to the past. And we see him, as a boy, get a Zorro action figure for Christmas. Ooh, hmm. he likes... It's like, this bat is the spirit of vengeance that lives inside Bruce. And the dark foreshadowing of Thomas giving Martha her pearl necklace. Not the dirty yeah. one, but the one that falls down every time we see them die in that fucking alley. Every fucking movie. Sometimes twice. Yes. Why did it just show us again in one movie? I don't know. A nice callback to, you know, fandom is that he said, there wouldn't be that again. I mean, yeah. Psych. <laughs> like they might change their mind they've only filmed you know 20% of the film but yeah. yes. he said no origin story and I'm holding him to it yeah. mm. that Christmas night Thomas Wayne is called away from a big fancy turkey dinner to help a patient um, and Bruce goes with him desperate to spend like any time with his busy surgeon father mm. um, they talk about how people cry when they're happy and laugh when they're sad sometimes you know in the car and then he you know proceeds to wait in the car while his dad goes and does his thing <laughs> Um, and you see what a boy he used to be, which is a weird He's thing. A you don't often see that version. You only ever see, like, the parents dying. You don't yeah. see him as a kid. You know, he's there playing with his Zorro. He's pretending to drive the car like he's in, like, an old-time race. Yeah, it's cute. You know, eventually he gets really bored. very little. Yeah. Yeah, eventually he goes into the house to find his dad. And this is when Bruce first sees a dead body. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the drive home, he asks his dad if he will die one day too. And he says, sure. Like him, Bruce's mum. I've written Bruce's mother, but I assume I mean Martha and I just forgot at the time. Like, he didn't want her to get confused <laughs> with Superman's mother. Oh, no. 
<laughs> is there a reason DC is obsessed with the name Martha? Not me. It's all good. Is it so that you know that it's the Martha? Fuck off. Gotcha. It took so long, but I got so far. In the end. No! It doesn't even matter. No, damn it. I had to. Yeah, so Thomas is like, yeah, man, we all all do, but it won't be for a very long time, you know? And then that night, Bruce puts out his little Zara action figure to protect him, and he puts his nightlight on. And the bat narrates that that night he was there. And he was fear. But a short time later, parent um, Bruce's parents would be killed, and this embodiment of the bat became a true part of him. Yeah. Um, it's a good origin take here. Like, we get the single page of the parents doing their thing, and it's all... But, you know, we get that all the time. The fact that this is a lot more before, it, it's, it sets something out, which mm. people don't normally bother yeah. with. The bat says they finally become one... That night, the bat crashes through the window in um, Batman Year One. Mm. You know, he says, your purpose had always been clear, but I supplied the method. And we would take all the pain, all the rage, which I've written twice, <laughs> that had been bottled inside you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been all bottled inside you, and we would share it with those who deserved it. And... It's such a good spot. Like, the visuals are great. It's like a map of Gotham from the clouds. We see a woman screaming. Um, and it it's in that... It's in that Darwin Cook way. Like, you can almost hear it. There's like a... Old cartoony voice behind it. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, and then the map starts getting closer and closer. And we see the woman now in this alleyway. And there's a man with a knife. And, he, and as he turns, we see, like, the fear on his face. And, you know, um, the next page is, like, a POV from his point of view as Batman's just, like, reaching for his face. Not in, like, a punchy way, not in a batarang. He's, like, literally, I'm just going to, like, grip you right on the head. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to pick you up like an orange. If, if you have an older sibling... They sometimes just put their hand on the top of your head so you can't go near them. No, no, no. They do the thing where they say if your head's if your hand's bigger than your head, you have like cancer, and you go to check it, and they just slap your hand in your own face. No, no. I literally (laughs) my my older sister used to put her head hand on the top of my head, so like the butt of her hand was on your forehead. And you couldn't get near her because she was much older than me. I also like like the one when people yawn and you put your tongue in their butt. (laughs) Excuse me? I'm sorry that happened to you. That went too under the radar. happened to me for like 10 years. Oh, wow. (laughs) It happens to me now. (laughs) Not because now I'm bigger than her. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned. (laughs) Ha ha. The yeah. White Collar snuck a subtle analingus reference into Is the that background of what you guys term? Do Oh no, I heard yes. it. That's why I just kept going. <laughs> like he did. <laughs> why did that grab more laughs than my joke? Because it was sad. <laughs> God damn it. Their pity laughs. So the bat is very I work alone too. Like he's saying. He's like, I tolerated Bruce Wayne's needing for approval and his celebrity and shit, man. His pitiful need for companionship. And we, we see, like, Gordon getting the bat single, signal. And Bruce is like, Gordon's important and he helps. <laughs> Bat's like, nah, man, Robin. You fucking idiot, I meant Robin. 
And Bruce takes that off the cards like immediately. He's like, no, 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 we're not talking about Robins today. Which I like because <laughs> the bat's like, okay, cool, that's fair. You, you, we can have Robin, but, you know, you know, there's like, the, he still puts a challenge to him, you know. The villains try, ba- Batman is a podium in Gotham, so instead of having like goons and thugs and mob people, other crazy theatrical people are going to try to rise up to that challenge. I like how square quote looks. You know, you get mad geniuses, sadistic madmen, flamboyant opportunists, and obsessive psychotics. Again, because Darwin Cook draws old school, Hugo Strange is, like, up in the fucking, like... He's, like, in the list of A grades. Mm. I love it. Because he was, like, Batman's first villain. But no one cares anymore. No. Because he has an A-blinking beard. Um, yeah, you see him with Catwoman, you see Scarecrow and Penguin. They're um, really cool. Yeah. But none of them are on the level of the Joker. Mm-mm. And oh, ba- the-, <laughs> the Bat wants justice. In order to do that, the Joker needs to die. Um, I like a lot of, like, under the red hood feels like this argument. Hmm. Yeah. Bruce says, nah, man, we're not killers. And the fact that... And the fact that he says we is very two-faced. You know, like, the Bat is like... What? Not a killer? Not a fucking killer? I don't. You think I don't remember that night? Axis Chemicals, man. Preoccupied with the rest of the gang, we left the Red Hood in a chemical bath. Like, what do you think we set in motion there, bro? <laughs> Every death the Joker caused was inadvertently our fault. And Bruce, uh, Bruce's code of honor is silly hypocrisy at best. Um, again, it's it's the most Jason Todd argument. <laughs> They do it a fair bit, though. Like, how often does but, uh, a thing evolve around, we should kill Joker? And then yeah, he's, he's like, a, no. Joker's a dick. And he's no, like, that's nah, my, man, nah, that's man. That's my boyfriend. Nah, man, we can cure him. It's like, what? <laughs> but I like this rendition. Because it shows that Batman's, like, towing that line as well. It's not just other characters being like, you should fuck that guy off. You should just do it. <laughs> Alright, so Bruce pushes it back the way he normally does, you know. Joker chose to follow that madness, man. If 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 I followed him, we would just be the same shit, you know. And then he catches himself in the moment and starts laughing at the situation. You know, how crazy it is that he's arguing with the like the bat part of the Batman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he starts being like, Batman, you're crazy. <laughs> he literally calls him an undercooked potato. <laughs> which is amazing. And the bat gets like pissed off at him about it. Yeah, Joker swore. I mean, fuck. Bruce swore to his parents, swore to the bat that he would devote himself to the crusade. What life is waiting for him on the other side of that promise, man? And then we like see it, like what his life would be like if he quit being Batman, and we just see like empty, boring people. Mm. People wanting him for his money. People wanting to do business deals with him. Boring, rich old white guys like playing golf and shit. And it's all crap. Um, and the bat claims that ignoring him will just cause true madness because it'll just be repressing this shit. Mm. You know, every night knowing what happened in the past and what will continue to happen while Bruce sits on the bench and lets it go down. Like, that would break him. If he if he was watching the news and was like, seven people dead because Two-Face said so, and he was just, like, hanging out in the manor, that would, that would bum him out, I think. Yeah. Especially because he's like, I trained for, like, 
decades to deal with that problem, but I'm just going to play Nintendo. <laughs> There's two stones. It's gonna, gonna it'll Bruce, be like Bruce Wayne Twitch streaming. <laughs> it'd be like when um in Spider Man when he just eats a hot dog and walk away. Yeah, and then they check and then they edit it so he, the police guys go and he and he looks at him with his hot dog and he sees the plane hit the fucking trade center and then he eats the hot dog and walks, walks away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good edit. Mm. Um but Bruce Wayne. There's also another good one where, like, he looks over and he sees Nick Fury turning into sand at the oh. end of Infinity War, and he eats his hot dog. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. So Bruce, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you got a point there, Mr. Large Hulking Bat Monster. Um, and then he asks the, the bat, like, how he would like to continue this. He suggests a split personality. Bruce can be Bruce, the Bat can be Bat, like like you know, like Two Face, or tribesmen who inhibit the spirit of their great warriors, or school teachers joining wars and becoming killing machines. <laughs> Shit, even Zorro, like Don Diego, knew casualties were a part of his job, and he was like the original inspiration for Bruce Wayne in the first place. Yeah, yeah, you know, um. But Bruce refuses to let the Bat become wild because he, you know, he read Dark Knight Returns as well as we did. So he knows what'll happen. <laughs> He's like, nah, man. Nah, man, you'll punch that woman with swat sticker nipples. It'll be yeah. this whole thing. You'll you'll beat up Superman for just trying to tell you to, like, maybe settle down. No, he's yeah. being a little you know, fucking... Oliver Queen will lose a goddamn arm, and we'll have a really bad Robin with no training expertise whatsoever. Oh, but she ran on a roof once. Yes, that one time. Oh. In that fucking costume she bought from, like, AliExpress or something. <laughs> Mm. She did. She just ordered a shitty fucking costume then, online. I think he also beats up That's the men with the pointy nipples. Yeah, the mutant. It's all just about nipples. If you've got nipples, he'll hit you up. I mean, oh, that no. seems to be a Batman, like... <laughs> yeah, they like Yeah, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough call to swallow with old Batman, because, like, the nipples were a whole fucking fiasco mm. in the mid-90s mid yes, as well. Yes, they were. My, my favourite wow. thing ever will be, why is there so many bugs? Yeah, that was great. That was a child's review of Batman and Robin. Why is there so many butts? Yeah, well, yeah, I was watching it, and, then he was, watch and he was like sitting there watching it with us for a bit, and he was like, there's so many butts in this. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that was literally like his takeaway from Batman and Robin. He's like, why are there always butts? He'll we come to like it. We were like, we know. No, it's all dude. We know. It's all dude butts. You can respect a good tush. Yeah. Bro squats, mate. Oh. Alright, so so that's one theory, that he read Dark Knight Returns and he says, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Or more likely B, um, without Bruce's morals, vengeance, the, like the vengeance would just be monstrous, you know? And Bruce won't dismiss the bat, but he won't let it do what it needs, what needs to be done either. You know, one of them, one of them needs to go away. Like the gun that killed his parents appears in his hand. It, again, I'm assuming this is all still a vision. No. Yep, and the bat points the gun at himself, and he's like, "Free me and free yourself." And Bruce is like, "Nah, man, I can't kill things." That would, and cons- considering who you are, it'd be like committing suicide. Yeah, you know, yeah, Bruce idiot. breaks down. He's all sad, and he can't stand this life. And the bat responds like, "It is our destiny." And they can't change the past. All they can do is protect others and give them a chance at happiness that they'll never know. Which is an important part of the Batman. You know, one I would like to see in a movie and in pop culture one day in my lifetime. You know, most of the time it's like, I'm going to punch things and be all vengeful and stuff. It's, it's very rarely like, I just hope no one has their parents killed in an alley. 
Yeah, he just wants other people to have the life that he didn't get. Yeah. Hmm. Even, <laughs> I like the, like, the statement of it. Like, even this monster representation of the bat is still a protector and still nicer than the movie versions of Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it might be violent and cruel, but it's all to protect innocent lives. Like, Batman's war on crime isn't about revenge, it's about saving lives. Um, Kaya, after the events of Kingdom Come, who was the first person to try and save lives? Batman. Yep. Who repurposed their home into a makeshift hospital for those in need and converted his big bat robots into nurses? Batman. Exactly. Yeah, the guy who sat with Ace in her final moments. Alright, let's fucking remember. Let's remember that moment. On a little swing. Yeah, man. Right. I'm a bit scared. And, and then like, we get from from there we get one of my like favorite comic book moments of all time. Um, Batman won't kill as much as he is a symbol of fear to the evils of Gotham. He's also a symbol of hope for those in need. Um, and it shows him like pounce on a crook and whoop his ass, you know, as, as you do. But then the next panel is the elderly woman the crook was attacking, and like the gratitude is so well drawn on her face. And she, yeah. like, she does not fear this man. She should. Because she is she knows, safe. She knows that that means she's got protected. Yeah, and the next panel is him taking off into the night to help another. Hmm. That's one of my favourites because, like, there's two sides to that coin. He's not <laughs> He's not just a bone-breaking asshole. He's not going after just anyone. He's going after the people that require going after. Yeah. And it's not just that, it's to help people. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him help an old lady literally across the street since the Adam West version. That's but that's gorgeous. a bit overkill. But, like, there should still be that aura of, like, I'm only a dick to dicks. Helping old Dick on dick needs to be a rule. Helping women cry. I mean, I'm like pretty sure that dick woman. is on his dick quite often. However, he does have a line of ladies. <laughs> Helping the old woman cross the Dick Grace doesn't have time to be gay with the amount of fucking tail he slams. Oh, dude, that's if what she's he is saying. using his own hand, it is dick on dick. Do you reckon he makes that joke when he jacks off? Yes. <laughs> Do you think he has <laughs> enough time with his dick outside of vagina to masturbate? Yes. I thought Kai meant when dick's on his dick, she meant like he's on top. He's on the dick on them. That's what I took <laughs> it as. This is becoming the whole thing. But this I'll, is a blueprint. I'm going to black the road is stupid because it's... Yeah, that's an exaggeration, but it's no, still I like mean a... in general, because if you help the old woman cross the street and then you just fucking abandon her, just because they're, they're old... <laughs> Maybe she didn't want to cross the road, just put her there. It doesn't just... It's... Why did the old lady cross the road? Because it's... Batman made me! It's not like they're, they're fine when they're on the footpath. They need help all the time. It's a very mean thing. No, it's you... like when you give someone that little bit of crack and then you say, if you want more, it'll be hundreds of dollars. Thousands, I don't know. Included. You give them that taste of the good one. I don't know. Did you read the book? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. (laughs) Don't do crack, kids. Thanks, man. (laughs) Unless you're driving a car. What? Why would you do crack when crocodiles are out there? Crocodile, man. That was was a fun era. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun week. (laughs) Yeah, that really went away quick. Yep. I guess people didn't like rotting. Yeah. Keep on rotting look, in the free world. Look, if the bat can live with no killing, then Bruce can live with the responsibility of it. Um, the bat agrees to these terms and bursts into green smoke and bats. It's like a really cool panel. Like it's, right, look, it's very gorgeous. Pumi, 
No, I think that's just good. There's, some, there's something very there's something very blight versus Batman Beyond about it. it is, I think it's all the colouring and stuff. It's, it's cool looking. He um, does use colour really well. You know, in a, in the place of the bat is the photo of Thomas and Martha just on the ground. Martha. Just then, like Superman's mom. We did that already. <laughs> we then go back to Gotham. Um, Joker has escaped and has taken a nightclub hostage. Yeah. Detective Harvey Bullock is sick of waiting for Batman and Gordon's there as well and then the police radio sparks to life. It's it's the Batman. Look at that. Gordon is like, I was worried something happened to you. And Batman tells him, don't stress it, buddy. I'm on my way. And, you know, he's got the little photo of his family tucked in at the Batmobile's dashboard. I feel like someone would look in the window and know who he is. It's very tinted. Yeah. Was it? But you wouldn't be able to see. An arm is off. Yeah, it turns into that weird cocoon in the 89 movie. And honestly, if you're not looking for something, people don't know. I I spent most of my day, well, my morning in a in a blacked out room with tinted windows, and I managed to sneak up on a bunch of children and yell at them in my teacher voice. Oh, I like sneaking up on people. It's funny. Mm. Get him in that fucking dark little area. No, not there. Just in general. <laughs> I didn't mean on the person. I sneak up when they're crossing the street. Are you the car? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I fucking love Ego. Like, I understand why it's not one of the most well-known ones, because it's not very action-packed. But at the same time, I wish it was. Like, it is mostly just Bruce arguing with himself in what is essentially his office. Yeah. But it's well-built, well-drawn. I think it's a really good representation of of Batman's personality. Yeah. You know? What do you guys think of this one? I liked it. And yeah. it's, it's a good quick read. I read it in like half hour. Mm. Yeah, because like, like, like we said, it's only a few pages worth of resume, really. Yeah. It's a good resume. No wonder he had so much fucking you know, creative control in the Downey series. like all the stuff about his mental problems, but the first like however many pages I despise... With a little, like, I'm doing and the whole thing stuff. about, like, I'm so scared of the Joker, I murdered my family. That's so fucking stupid. Is it? Like, I absolutely hate that. The Joker would put that guy's daughter into a pencil sharpener. Sorry. <laughs> no, but the thing what? is, like, he's oh. that... very slow, but yeah. I can't really explain why I hate it, but, like, he's that terrified of Joker that he would do that. But the only reason he's terrified of the Joker is because he was scared of Batman. He's stuck like between, like, such... two shitstorms. No, but... I, I know he can still threaten you, and he's not like the Arkham Batman that's going to break a limb. All he did was hang him off a building. Yeah. They would know that Batman's not going to do it. I just think it's too much. It's... I'm sick of the Joker. They already let him murder everybody. Yeah, as, as much Why as I love this, like, like, refreshing take on much. Batman in today's age, I'm like, another kind like, of joker story. Whereas... I think but a way to. I don't. He, oh, he just means like the open set piece. That's, I, that's I know, what I mean. It's, it's not about have... Joker, but they've portrayed him like worse than ever. Like, do you reckon he killed twenty seven people? Because it's like a reference to Detective Twenty Seven. Like he murders Gordon's wife, cool. and Gordon like no one talks lets about that, go of it like immediately. Like he doesn't shoot him, but this guy like murders his entire family just because. No, no, he did. Joker shoot him. might come. He shoots him in the leg. Yeah, he shoots him in the knee. It's not like he's funny. It's it's like the equivalent of them walking in on the dead 
whatever her name was. It's been a while since I've read that. And then Gordon got, oh no, maybe he'll kill everyone. I'm going to go murder Barbara. Like it's too yeah. much. And I think that's lazy. The rest of it's great. I think what, what would make it What if it was the penguin? Would that make you feel better? That'd probably be better just because it's not Joker. But I think we what would have made it need perfect to me. I get that. Because this entire chunk here, like all of the shit of him messing with his head, mm. it should have been Scarecrow 100%. And then leave it vague whether he was actually having a breakdown or a fucking fear gas thing. Like yeah, it should just I be would, he was yeah, fighting I take it the other way. You want because it to be I, real shit. It needs to be Bruce coming to terms with Oh the no, I don't even mean the, the fear gas. Yeah, him I just mean the fear is fine, but the whole um The tipping well, point. Yeah, because no, at the start it's him like I'm not sure what, what I'm seeing, it might be blood loss, I might I might be having a fucking Yeah, I feel like there could have been a better tipping point. Even if they could have mm-hmm. I know we're sick of hearing about it, but I think tying in just like he's out there doing his thing and something like maybe just a random goon shoots parents in front of a kid and then he like stops the guy, the guy goes to jail, but then he goes home and it just gets to him. Like, I think that I, would be I better than just... sick of the joke Which I feel now. like we've seen well, that as well. It's not even that I'm sick of him. It's just like... But you've got to remember, this This story came out, what, almost 30 years ago? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's not about I'm sick of seeing him because he's a good character. Like, I am very happy with the current Batman issues with him. They're doing him really well. Mm. I just think that's way, way too fucking far. The same that you would murder your loved ones just because... Joker's coming. I don't really see him as a torturous guy. You're kind of right. Like, well, if he, he, he was might that just put a jack in the box at their doorstep that is just a jack in the box, but they literally leave he there would for fuck thirty with years because they're scared to open it. But yeah, no, but he steals money and runs off. Do you remember the like, in the Riddler I'm episode of Batman the Animated Series? How it's all like here's a riddle for you, Robin. Joker's coming for them. Run away. Here's a riddle for you. What? What is? How much? Would you pay for a good night's sleep when it shows the dude like paranoid that a villain's coming for him? Yeah. He's just like sitting there with a shotgun in a rocking chair for the rest of his life. Because like if he's that's like the reason it's all happening is because he's ratted it out to Batman. I know he's a criminal, but I'm pretty sure if I was in the situation and terrified of this person, I would probably go to the guy whose fault it is that kicks the shit out of the guy I'm scared of daily, yeah. as if he wouldn't just like. Commit a crime so Batman comes. But well, kn- Batman's after him anyway and say, like, look, this is what's happening. But he knows the joke's dead. Like, all right, what if it was... It, it needs to be a more torturous villain. I get I get what you mean. Like, well, if it was not Black even Mask, that. it would be a different game. If it was Professor fucking Pig, he'd be a wild well, thing. in mm. this, like you said, because the guy does old stuff. It also um, might just be a part of his resume being, like, he's a sweet drone of Joker. Check that out. Um, what's his name? Um, that one called? Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put Strange in it. No, like Hugo Strange, even more Strange. He's a good boy. You'll never hear me say this again. Hugo Strange or Harley Quinn, and just while Batman's stopping them. Yeah. No, but I just mean in general, their psychiatrists and shit. Oh, to make it more interesting. They just while he's stopping them, they could have just said something that then that Doug understands. Yeah, that he goes like, "Fuck, that is correct." Mm. That is like a thing that's wrong in my head, and then that just 
snowballs into what the issue is. Yeah, he like punches a villain. It's like, I bet you're some sort of asshole that cries to a picture and of their mum and dad in your stupid cave and you wear a turtleneck sweater. I He's can't like, really fuck. explain it. I just They're feel like me. that part with the Joker is awful compared to the rest of the book. I like it, but I, I get what you mean at the same time. Like, it could be... There's a, there's a few other ways they could make even, they could set the start of this. It shouldn't even have to be like that because you know at the start how he's saying like oh all these people died but I'm getting used to it. Mm. I know that you sort of said that's good because like it's showing. It's specifically saying we are not that Batman, but still yeah, but like, I, yeah, I'm still not. I don't even like it because I think a good like you were saying before Batman's not just like this scary guy. He's also like doesn't want someone to live how he did. Mm. I feel mm. like every single death and injury should eat at him. Yeah. And it should just be like, hey, the Joker killed these people and I stopped him, but I was still too late. Do you and remember that, that um, fucks with mm. him. Do you remember that black and white story? I think it's called Perpetual Mourning. When it's him like breaking into the the autopsy building in GCPD and he's um going over this woman's like final moments. And it's, like, a really sad, tender, like, Batman moment of him, like, going through this woman's final moments. Yeah, like, I think you like, could have come the, up the, with the, things. The whole thing about him, like, feeling guilt for literally every life he can't help. Mm. Like you said, it's good because it's not action. It's, like, sort of down to earth as mm. far as a book about Batman goes. But I just feel like that part with squibs or whatever we called him. Be squibby. Like, I think that's... Definitely the low point. <laughs> kind of sounds like a Chuck E. Cheese squid character. Yep. Be squizzy in the house. Great. <laughs> um, do you have any more thoughts before we go into homework? Scarecrow or some shit. I really like the art. I like the story. It's a good time. Um. Yeah, I'd recommend it, obviously. Also, it also like, comes with, like... Most versions come with a shitload of other, like, Darwin Cook stories. For the love of God, stop it. making Thomas just look like Gordon forgot his glasses. I mean, yeah. it's important that he has a mustache, otherwise he looks exactly like Bruce Wayne. So he's <laughs> literally every, if Bruce and Gordon had a child. And every muscly boy with black hair, you can't tell apart they're all unless they're in costume. Yeah. It's all about the height. Yeah. Yeah, you could Like, that's, just that's actually that's... Dick and Gordon and... That's Commissioner Sub-break. Gordon, Selena, Kyle, and Robin. In that yeah, picture. like you could yeah. trick someone into believing that if, you know. Yeah. All right, so the homework this week is, um, you know, this is rumoured to be a big part of the Batman movie. Apparently Long Halloween is supposed to be a large element of the Batman movie. Yeah, it's just named every... <laughs> yeah, he just went through the Wikipedia page. It's like, it's based on Detective Issues 27 through to... Like, what is it, 1,100 at this point? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I read all of them this afternoon. Like, it yeah. starts, like, blatantly lying. <laughs> um, now, I wanted to know which um, Batman story you would like to see being made into a movie. Mm, like a live-action one? Yeah. Or... Like, like Shazam style, like, very based off of, like, a story. Which came out better because of it, let's be real. Um, I'm always going to say Hush. Hush would be a good way to like be like look at literally every film. Yeah, It'd be great. Be cameo town, mm. which would be a bit like if they did Arkham Asylum. Asylum is a movie. Or mm. Arkham City and all that. It'd be really cool. Um, because this is like long 
surprisingly long Halloween. It got me thinking that Dark Victory would be a good one, which was the direct sequel to Long Halloween. Oh. So it's all the same, like, it's still, like, post-mobster Gotham City. Like, it's all very flamboyant villains. I think Mr. Freeze is there and shit. But it's been, it's been, like, over 20 years now, I think. I'm not going to count the Nolan trilogy. Um, it's been so long since a Robin was in a film. Mm. True. And and Dark Vic- Dark Victory is literally like the Long Halloween sequel is like Robin's origin story. Mm. Like it's all mashed into it as well. And I think that would be good to see. Mm. A good Robin origin story. I'd I'd like that to like to kick off a whole bad family thing because fuck me. Gotham City is full of dudes doing stuff. Ah, oh, dudes everywhere. It's, it's full of people, man. Yeah. It'd be cool to Everybody's see, like, a couple now and then. I mean, shit, we've only had, like, Chris O'Donnell as Robin. And that's... Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Briefly. Mm. And that is as far as we've got. But what about Robin? In the course of, like... No, I specifically said I'm not counting that bullshit. That sucks. But you should. We've got, what, like... 20 live-action Batman appearances now, and, like, two with with a Robin, if you but could one call one was dead, but they made it the wrong Robin. Yeah, they made it, it was just a mannequin in a costume. That's, that's what I mean, like, if they do a Dark Victory, they could do a Dark Victory, and then literally the sequel after that is, like, so that happened, like, a dozen more times. This is Red Robin. <laughs> this is Jason Todd. This is Nightwing. This is my friend Huntress. Hey, what's that over there? That's spoiler. We, she's around sometimes. Don't stress it. Like, like, like I'd love to see it, just a pack to the rafters version of Batman. Like, fucking give that me... That family portrait. Just give like me Suicide everyone. Squad. Expect us to know who the fuck they are. Yeah, just throw them in Because if you don't, then you shouldn't the be watching. Shit. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that. Like a, like a cheaper by the dozen movie, but it's all Batman characters. That would that'd be, be pretty fun. Yeah. That'd be awful. But yes, I'm in. <laughs> I don't Do care. It. Um, Tom Mullins pops up every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Who else would they put in it? Yeah, fucking give me Leslie Tompkins, man. What are you doing? We do like a Can we stop saying Batman is not hurt <laughs> after every night? Fuck off with that shit. Give me, give me a doctor. Yeah. What would you like to see, dude? Uh, I know he's still sort of technically in it, but I'm just sick of seeing Batman when there's so many good rogues. Why don't you just do... Joker's Asylum. Mm. Like, just one issue. That one about Killer Croc's awesome. I mean... Even we, the Scarecrow one, a... just make a horror movie where Scarecrow's that just was... there. We got that... I'm not going to indulge people. We got that fucking mess that is the Joker. More movies like that, but good. Yeah. Like, like there's so many... You're, you're right, there's so much Venom, to explore in Gotham. I guess... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right, yeah, Venom's a villain movie. Morbius is coming. That's what Do call shit it. like that. You yeah. Know? Like, obviously everyone likes Batman and stuff, but I wish people would not care about money and care about happiness and just yeah. make, like, a cool movie about Mr. Freeze and it's Arnold. Like, yeah, they're, they're like, <laughs> we're going to redeem it, you guys. <laughs> well, we did have the Catwoman movie. She's a villain, technically. The Halle Berry Catwoman, really? Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> what about what about you, producer Kyle? Is there any Batman stories that you'd be like, oh yeah? Oh, 
No. No. Awesome. <laughs> there is no making it good for Kaya. Yep. It's all been done and it's all, they've ruined it. That's all. We brought up black and white. Could you imagine if they did, like, Sin City but Batman? <laughs> That'd be insane. No one would go and see that. <laughs> but I'd love it. <laughs> Just all the short little vignettes in all black and white, way too stylized. It'd be great. Fast and Furious with Batman. Fast and or Batman. get this Matt Reeves one going, get a couple movies out. They're actually good, pretty popular. Do the inevitable reboot of TMNT, make that good, and then do the... The Batman, the Batman Ninja Turtle crossover. And the Power Rangers Justice League. Why don't they cross over movies? Except for that Scoob. Oh, fuck. My thing just got bigger, Kyle. <laughs> That's not a bonus it, right no, now. We don't need to know about this, no, Toby. Everyone sit down. Everyone sit down, all right? <laughs> we are sitting. Thank, yeah, thank Speaking you. of which, do you see that guy doing the sign language? Simon Cow. Yep, yeah, so thanks to Simon Cow. Oh, oh fuck off. We're not talking go. about this. Go, guys. That's you just buckle up, buckle and, up, buckle and up, Elvira, yeah, all right? No, no, no. You just remind oh, me. Thanks crazy. for listening to the score for um the dorks or whatever. <laughs> you don't even know. Um, go. I, I'm white collarless Toby. Simon Cowell appears in... And just as Chief Kyle. He, he, uh, he appears in Shrek. He appears in Bratz. He appears in... Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. It has crossovers with Batman, who... Also has crossovers with Elvira, who featured in an episode of the Super Mario show. Shut up. All right. All right. Can we've I also got, we've also got Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics. All right, so now Sonic's there. And you just reminded me that the Ninja Turtles and Batman have hung out. Mm-hmm. The Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers have hung out. But the Justice Therefore League and the I Power Rangers have also hung out. Bowser is a Power Rangers villain. Good night, everybody. <laughs> He's not. He fucking is. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, I think we just worked out what our next topic is. <laughs> Catch us on the next one when we that discuss is that and Toby yells something and we say no. No, Toby, no. Ride that sweet lightning, baby. Blast this mist. It is called sweet lightning. It is a yellow-orange it's color. Piss. It's like Baja Blast at Taco Bell. Sweet Lightning was chemically designed. Don't say chemically designed. To taste its best with KFC chicken. That's Uh fucking vague. The flavor is end the episode. The flavor is peach and honey. Imagine Mountain Dew that's thick as honey. (laughs) (laughs) I made Meg upset, everyone. You guys, I did it. Wait, class dismissed. I'm always upset. So old um. Danny Boy is giving his little speech. Now he's playing videos. You really got to like end this.